RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. And, of course, welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News for Saturday Night Livestream. Hope you guys are having a great day. If you wouldn't mind, please show me in the chat that you guys can hear us. We're doing something a little bit different tonight. I've got White Hat here live in the studio, and so we're both on mobile microphones. I've got Lisa running the switchboard from behind the computer screens, and I can't see any of it. All I've got is the chats on the computer over here. So please give me a five by five in the chat if you can hear me. All right. Now I see that many of you out there are already well acquainted with my good friend, White Hat, one of my oldest friends in this movement. He's a great guy. He also, uh, interestingly enough, was one of my uh, my first anonymous contacts that uh, I made in the world of journalism. And uh, we've had a, a very long and exciting friendship. And it's been a pleasure to be able to watch as everything plays out. And you know, I know that there's been a lot of heartache at the same time, but I'm a firm believer in the fact that uh, you're not gonna make an omelet unless you crack a couple of eggs. And that's basically what we've been doing. God is sending us down rabbit holes and there's not much we can do about it. Uh, so we have an exciting show for you. We are live, like I said, so we're going to be on a slightly different set. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy what we've got planned for you. We're going to have a conversation about what's going on. Lisa, you want to tell me how much longer we have before we uh, cut to the break? Okay, and uh, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back after this. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufactured Manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot owned lab. ESS 60 is the upgraded version of the carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 evo and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout simply go to c60evo.com forward slash red pill 78 and then when you're there use code red pill 78 for an additional 10 percent off your entire order once again that's c60evo.com forward slash red pill 78 and when you support my sponsors you support this channel 
All right, and with that, we should be live and on the air. If you guys wouldn't mind one more time, just telling me that you see me and this big hunk of beef on screen. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I see a lot of people are very excited in the chat. Also want to give a big shout out to Susan, who dropped a $10 Rumble rant already. Susan VN, she says, just to say thanks, no need to mention it on the show. Well, Susan, I would be remiss if I didn't do that. So as I always say, please join me in welcoming my guest for this evening, the one and only White Hat. White Hat, how you doing, brother? I mean, I am doing awesome. And, you know, as when you do that intro, I started thinking back, you know, what a community we have. Yeah. You know, absolutely. a lot of great friends. No, it's so true. So true. Uh, people are uh, a little bit fractured. You know, back in the day on YouTube, it was so easy. Everybody went to the same place. But right. now it's like people have kind of congregated into the areas where they feel most comfortable. Obviously, we've got, oh, you know what, i got to pull up the Getter Chat on here. I almost forgot about the Getter Chat. Let me pull this guy up, and uh, we'll get going on that. But, oh, God, it's so weird to see myself in this fashion. <laughs> this is totally not the way it normally is. Uh, let's see. Maybe I can't figure it out. i got to be honest. I'm usually watching from the back end. Uh, here we go. This is it. No, that's Twitter. You're usually watching from your back end? <laughs> I'm usually watching from back there. It's a totally different scenario. <laughs> Yeah, very, very different. S18 says, love the setup. Best of best show every night. Well, thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate it. Yeah, this is the first time we're using these lapel mics as well, so hopefully everything is leveled out. We did a whole bunch of testing earlier to make sure that we weren't going to be blowing anybody's eardrums out. I've also got Chi-Chi sitting here in my lap. I don't know if you guys can see that from where the camera's at. No, Lisa says no, absolutely not. Uh, also, just because of the way that we're doing it tonight, we're not going to be doing any calls. I'm sure some several people are going to be upset about that. <laughs> we were trying to figure out how we could do it, but to be honest with you, Lisa had to take a crash course on how to run the board from back there, and she was nervous enough. So I said, honey, don't worry about it. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out on another night. So listen, White Hat was kind enough to come here and, uh, and, and stay with us for the weekend Hang out, uh, get a little bit of chill on. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and get a break from these from the zoo I have. From from the zoo, you want to tell everybody yeah, a little so bit about I, the zoo? Yeah. Well, I, I'm a single father of five kids, and they're all about as crazy as you would imagine they are. So to to get away and to be able to come down here and hang out, it's it's been a blessing. Well, it's been my pleasure to be able to afford you that reprieve and have <laughs> yes. you be here with us. And, uh, and show you around Florida, you know? I mean, uh, I, uh, we, we met up previously when I was on the road. On the, when, on the way down. That's right, that's when right. Lisa and I were on the way down here. And, um, you know, we I had just haven't been able to make it up uh, to where you're at. I don't know if you've ever said it specifically, no. so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> no. But, uh, <laughs> but I appreciate you making the trip, man. For yeah, sure. absolutely. And I, I apologize to the chat, too, and, well, people that don't know me. I, I tend not to show my face just because, you know, uh, I was previously government, yada, 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 and I have kids. So I just try to keep myself safe. So well, that's why, why we're doing this. That's, that's absolutely understandable. And yes, for anybody who's watching, you've never heard of White Hat before. He is a cybersecurity expert, a, a, a former government employee. We don't say uh, what branch, uh, but let me just alleviate any fears that you might have. He is uh, totally 100% based 100% American Patriot, America First. Amen. Yes, and uh, and he literally was my, my very first anonymous source that reached out to me years ago. And um, yeah, we had a lot of really incredible conversations. 
you know, nothing that would get him in trouble. <laughs> but, <laughs> Obviously not. Well, a lot of them, I mean, I think back of like the digs yeah. when, when we learned, hey, you know what? There's so much information coming out, but you have to have the sauce. Yes. You have to. You know, I mean, you remember methods used to really drill that into us. Yeah. Yeah. That we'd put something in our little conversations and you'd be like, whoa, 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 don't even put that in here unless you got some sauce with it. Right. So, but the, the entire, you know, situation where we're learning how to dig, we're, we're, we're using all these different resources and all these different tools. We're coming together as a group and... It was just amazing. It was amazing. We all grew, I think, as a as a as a group, for I, sure. I, I would have to agree, you know. And um, you know, one thing that's become painfully obvious to me, uh, you know, over the the six or so years that we've been doing this, uh, is just how much more difficult it's become to find the good information. Mm-hmm. You know, not only because there's a lot of sources of disinformation. Uh, but also, there's been a concerted effort by the powers that be, the various search engines, the deep state itself, to ensure that the good info, the quality info, and, uh, and, and the background on whatever it is that you're looking for is just nearly impossible to find out. On the mm-hmm. surface, it's still there, but you just have to know how to go about finding it. So, I, I mean, you know, what, what do you think about the, the state of the Internet now and, and where we're at with this? It's tough. It's yeah. tough. It's, you know, there's so much good from it and there's so much bad. Obviously, my old mentor told me that the, the, the safest computer, the only safe computer, is the one that's smashed with a baseball bat and buried in your backyard. So, <laughs> set on fire. And set on fire. You know, like a little office space action, you know. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, I don't know, man. It, what do you do? I mean, obviously, we look back as, as early as ivermectin. Mm-hmm. You know, it, just everything coming out about ivermectin, you go on Google and what, what are the first, what's the first page you see? You know, it's, it's not anything. It's horse pace, horse pace, horse pace, yep. you know. And then you know, not until well, the CARES Act was about to run out that they decided, well, right before that, they put ivermectin on as you know, something that you could use. An approved, An approved substance. Yeah, you know, and, and, and you look at Joe Rogan, he got, you know, smashed for it. Of course, now he's proven right, just like, you know, all of us conspiracy theorists, you know, 100 and everybody else, zero mm-hmm. at this point. But, you know, I mean, as early back as then. I mean, it's terrible. And, but the thing about it is, is me, it, it's hard to explain. Imagine a patriot, imagine somebody who is a Republican mm-hmm. being in a three-letter agency and you're, you know, you have your seventh floor just like everywhere else. You have your, you know, and, and there's certain things that you can do. A lot of things are compartmentalized. I don't know what's going down the hall, much less, you know, the, the, the office next to me. But, you know, it, you feel helpless sometimes when you see that crap. You sure. Know? I mean, you, you see it plain as day and it just, it, it's very, very frustrating. But you just got to keep grinding. It's the only thing you can do. Keep grinding like we're doing right now. We're having to push through and grind through Biden. Yep. And, you know, we're just, just chomping at the bit to get Trump back in. You know, one thing that's uh, also really been made very clear to me over the last three years or so is just the, the level of, of strength and resilience in not only the American people, but also the country as a whole. I mean, at times it feels like we are, are slipping towards the darkest possible timeline. Mm-hmm. And, but there's a lot of people who, when Joe Biden was in, inaugurated or whatever the hell happened on that day... Um, a lot of people thought that we would never even make it this far as a nation and that, you know, things were done, the, the, the country was going to be gone and we would never be able to recover. Mm. Uh, and then the closer we get to 2024, the less likely that appears 
to be to me. How do you feel about that? What do you think the trajectory is? Well, I, I think right now we're just getting more divided, more divided, more more divided. Uh, in, in my opinion, you, you're starting to see just the, exactly what people really thought about you. You know, back then, there's just so much of that. I mean, you see them on the streets and in our government. You see who is actually, you know, um, you know who they say they were. I mm-hmm. think a lot of that's happening. I'm, I'm, you're starting to see people kind of get weeded out. We're seeing a lot of the people that we knew were kind of rhinos just yeah. beg for war, beg for war, beg for war. And all of us are, I mean, red flag, red flag, red flag. I mean, we're, we're noticing it. You know, we're, we're, we, we, I think we're better equipped to do something about it now. Sure, yeah. That's yeah. kind of where, I, where I'm at now. We're, I think we're better, we're much better off now than we were. And right now we're just hurrying up to wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really are. We're hurrying up to wait to get to this next stage. And I'm ready for that season to change. <laughs> yeah, time. yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, you think about, like, I, my, my friends that I knew that served, whether it was the, the Army or the, the, the Navy or the Marines, whatever it might be, you know, they, they go off to boot camp, basic training, and they're boys, you know, mm-hmm. and, they, and they come out at the end of it, and they've been hardened, you know, but put through the crucible, you know, just like a, a folded steel in a Damascus blade. <laughs> and come out the other side, and they're going to cut through anything. And I really do feel that that's what's happening to us as uh, Americans, what, what's happening to the people who are just now beginning to wake up. You know, they, they start looking back and they realize uh, how, how deluded they were, how foolish it was to just believe what was being given to them. But these life lessons allow people to, uh, to gain a new perspective and, uh, and to develop a new set of of skills, like a, a whole new set of tools that they're going to be able to use. And I, I feel that as we come upon November 2024, I mean, that's that's what we're moving towards. Like this, this entire experience has been horrible for so many people. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see have, it at the vote. You're going to see yeah. it at the polls. Yeah, you're going to see it. You're going to see it when we all vote. You know, I mean, it's I mean, we're I think we're ready. I mean, just but, you know, again, on, on the flip side of that, there is a huge number of people that have awakened and they're yeah. just like, holy crap. There's also, you know, those that you'll, that'll just never wake up, Mm -hmm. you know, says in the Bible, there's going to be people that it doesn't matter how much truth you give them. They're not going to be able to hear it. Right. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these people, no matter what they do, they're going to be lost, you know, but the ones that are waking up, the ones that are sort of realizing what's going on. I mean, we've got to, we've got to be there to grab them. We've got to be there to, you know, walk them through, hold their hand and walk them through waking up. And that's kind of been our goal for the last, you know, five years, five, six years easy. You know, I almost feel like, you know, there, there's a large group of us that ha- have been awake more or less for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, varying degrees, but some people longer than others. And, um, and it, it almost feels like the people who are freshly awakened are going to have the deepest wound because it's going to be fresh. You know, they're not going to be complacent. Mm-hmm. They figure out what's going on. They recognize how much time, little time there is and how desperate of a situation we're in and, and how important it is for them to actually do something about it. You know, I, I think about uh, the, the, the reporting that I'm seeing from the mainstream media. You know, I, the, the idea that the mainstream media itself will at some point have to admit that Trump was right and that everything they wished on America was the exact opposite of what we needed. Right. And you see these people who up until, you know, weeks, months ago, were supporters of Joe Biden, not because they thought he was going to do a good job, but simply because he was a Democrat and they couldn't stomach voting for Trump. Trump right. But now 
their lives have been irreparably harmed and they can see no other truth than what we've been saying this entire time. And I feel like those people are so vital. Lord, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I, I hope we see, we, we see as many as, as, as possible. Because I tell you, I, we're, we're tired, man. Yeah. We're exhausted. We're ready. You know, and, and there's a lot of people that are in the government that are tired and ready as well. You know, we, I have friends that are military, military intelligence. I have friends that are veterans. They work all around me. Man, and when they all talk, we're just, you know, just exhausted at this point. You know, the people that are just waking up, may, maybe there's a grieving process. Oh, absolutely. You know, and they yeah. go through different stages. And I guess all of us are kind of, you know, past it in a, in a sense. But, you know, you go through the stages with the anger, with the with everything else. And, you know, but it's um, it's an exciting time to be alive on this planet right now. I know it does. I, I know there's a lot of bad going on. But, I mean, think about this right now. We quite possibly are seeing... <laughs> The Bible unfold right in front mm-hmm. of us, you know, I mean, Euphrates to peace treaties to, I mean, it's just an amazing time to be alive. We just have to make sure we stay thankful. I'm with you 100%. Uh, I need to say thank you to Crane Up 59 good friend of the program. He says, much love, my friend. Damn, white hat looks like an impressive figure of a male. Well, at least his Lies. torso <laughs> At least his torso does. LMAO, kudos, friend. Keep up the good work. Yeah, let me tell you, uh, ladies, he is uh, uh, 100% pinnacle of masculinity. I'm rolling my eyes as hard as I can right now. What? Hold on, you ready? Here we go. <laughs> All right. There. <laughs> you may not like it, but this is the <laughs> this is the image of oh, peak male performance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can still grab my belly, so y'all <laughs> shut the hell up. I mean, can't we all? It, it, hey, we hit no, the mid forties. I mean, honestly, though, I, I, I appreciate it. I'm getting close to fifty years old, so mm. I'll take it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'll take it all day long. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, okay. So I kind of want to uh, continue on with the the thread of uh, people getting what they deserve. You know, oh, Lord, there have Jesus. been a spate. Of incidents recently with uh, like these Soros DAs, they, oh, they've actually been the victims. They're getting of the exposed. <laughs> I mean, let, shine the light. Yeah, I mean they're getting exposed left and right. And and the, well, in a big difference too is is people now can recognize it that I mean yeah. that quick. Yes, that, they're Soros back. What does that mean? Well, everybody's already read into what does that mean? What mm-hmm. that means? Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're very very quick right now. You know, you got OSINT all day long. People looking up. You know, free info on the internet. Yep. You know, we can see these DAs and stuff, but we're just like, mm, you know, we we dig on it. We dig on. I mean, that's the thing about it. We dig on somebody. We can find out anything about anybody. Mm-hmm. You just can't. I mean, there's, we've been trained. We've all been trained for the last five years. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this this is, that's an important point too because um, you know I, I don't care how good people think they are at covering their tracks. Like you leave a signature behind, uh, and you're going to have something out there that allows people to find where you are and all you can do is hope to mitigate it right you know but this is such an important thing when constructing the way that you behave online because there's i'm I'm sure you remember you know back when uh, trump first came in i mean it was the wild west on twitter you know i mean people did and said whatever they want and uh you know and then the purge happened and now people have come back and you still got people who feel emboldened by that sense of anonymity but all it takes is uh, you chirping off to the wrong person, person, and they make it their mission to determine who you are, 
and where your family is, and uh, the next thing you know, you're, you're getting swatted or something. Yeah, and you're getting a little Smith and Wesson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll just say, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you ain't gonna knock on my door. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you know, I laugh at those commercials, you know, that make fun of it. It's like now now when somebody, like, knocks on your door, hits your doorbell, you're, like, getting your gun out and hiding behind the couch or behind mm. the door, you know. Yeah. I, 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 I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> no, I, I honestly, it's, you know, I get lost in all this. The, the, it, there's just so much coming at you from different directions. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to get lost in all this information. Yeah. You know, and but one thing, though, um, maybe we'll get to in a minute is, you know, Going back to everybody knowing each other mm-hmm. and, you know, hiring their cousin. Oh, yeah, okay, this is definitely something that I wanted to bring up. So, <laughs> yeah, I, w- I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the machinations of, of, uh, of, of the, the U.S. government. Um, so, you know, I, 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 you made an important point earlier about the compartmentalization of various offices, even within agencies. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people... Uh, I don't, sorry, I don't need my iPad at this moment, so I'm going to set it down. A lot of people look... At like the CIA, or they look at the FBI, and they think like you know it's all bad. The whole thing's corrupt. I, I am the first to say that I think that the vast majority of federal agencies need to be gutted and cleared out. Uh, there are probably many of them that can just be completely removed from the slate because they're taking on duties that uh, are uh, already in in action in the states. You know, I mean, like it's just a big waste of time. It's a big waste of money. It's a giant grift. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> But that's not necessarily the case. You have a lot of interplay between agencies and offices. But just because you got one guy on, you know, the second floor in Office 30B doesn't mean the dude in Office 29A is also doing the same stuff and has any idea of what uh, his his uh, bunkmates up to. Well, it's funny you said. So the 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 first freaking example about that was when I was on your show for the first time. Yep. And one of the first questions I got asked was about freaking chemtrails. And I'm sitting here like, what the hell am I supposed to know about <laughs> chemtrails? Like, I'm like, y'all, I'm like, Shit, I, I want to see something with some chemtrails, too. Why don't y'all tell me something? You know what I mean? It, I mean, it's really, I mean, like I said, most of these agencies all have their seventh floor. Yeah. They, they have their seventh floor with their people that, you know, are up very political. And then, and then underneath them are all the, you know, everyday men and women out there. You know, that are veterans, that are, you know, people like like me, that are college students, that are, you know, graduates and, you know, that love this country. I mean, it's not all bad. It's really not. Now, you do get people that like to, like I said, hire the people they know and bring on stuff. And and then, you know, you have to be careful with performance and stuff like that. But but as far as the intent, I mean, most of what I have seen is the intent is they love this country. Mm-hmm. And, the, and even if they're not in the military these federal agencies, they feel like they're serving their country. They feel like this is this is this was their way of serving the country. So, do <clears throat> do you think that good people who are asked to do questionable things are of the opinion that it's permissible because it's the government that's acting asking them to do it? You know, I don't know. That's probably on a individual basis. You know, I mean, you may have a you may have some like deputy or something that tells somebody to do something that's sketchy and they may say, well, you know, I'm, co- I'm you know, I, I covered myself because I have an email saying that I'm supposed to do it. Yeah. I mean, certainly there might be people out there, but you have the ability to turn around and say, hey, actually, you know what, that's against the law or I can't do that. Yeah. And, and they do give you the ability to raise hell. Well, you, know, you can escalate issues they, and it just, you know, anywhere, like anywhere else. So I, they definitely do. But the problem is all too often 
they, although they have whistleblower protections in place, people end up getting retribution regardless. Mm-hmm. That's you know? tragic, man. I mean, you, know, you, you see, obviously, Eric Charamella, the fake whistleblower, you know, he got, Adam Schiff basically let him crawl up inside his ass. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then you've got other people uh, like the IRS whistleblowers who come forward. And uh, the, the DOJ and the FBI basically say these guys are, are fake. Yeah. Yeah. You know, by the way, did you know he's a gay Democrat? You know, I mean, yeah, it's like it's... all they want to do is destroy somebody if they're yeah. trying to do the right thing. It's really sad. It's very sad, and and but I mean, again, I mean, you just put your hands up. Like, what you know, the retribution part. It's yeah. it really is embarrassing. It sucks. It's not what this country is about. It's not what this government's about. I, I remember a time where the government just cherished whistleblowers like they were like diamonds, mm-hmm. you know, and you were protected. And you better you better beware. You better not you know there better not be retribution or HR will get that ass. And so to see that in action now, mm-hmm. my first thought is, well, it's got to come from all the way from the top. You know, it's coming from groups of people that are way above the seventh floor that are telling people, you know, it, it's just it's hard for me to stomach some of the decisions that have been made. I mean, it, it's, it's hard. But what I try to do is like on my on my stream and if I'm anywhere else is I just try to give a little perspective like, hey, you know, we're not not all we're not all bad people. We're not. You know, a lot of us are trying to interject ideas and do things that that do help the government mm-hmm. that aren't some, you know, system that's a waste of freaking time and waste of money. You know, there's a lot of us out there, a lot of us. And it's, you know, it, it's hard to to be in this position right now. I'll be honest, it really is, because even the even the people that are in and I don't mean to go all over the place, but even the people that are in agencies that are Democrats that voted Biden, they were all anti-Trump. They're all quiet. Mm-hmm. They're not saying a stinking word. Now, they'll they'll go out and put tweets out about their cause or whatever they feel like. But as far as Biden is concerned, I mean, I think I put a message out to a few of them, you know, just in a group chat that they needed to punch themselves in the face, <laughs> you know, just making a joke about it. And they, they come back with a, you know, their hands in the air again or LOL or whatever. They just don't, they're just not, they're, you know, they're not coming out saying, man, I screwed up. You know, they're just being real quiet. But so n- nobody's tried to do a mea culpa? Please. <laughs> Please, no. They're all just, they're, they're embarrassed, is what it is. They're, they're, I think they're embarrassed. And yeah. I think a lot of them got, got uh, a lot of them got tricked. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of us saw it. We knew it. We saw it coming. You know, a lot of the things that are kind of coming down the, the pipeline and a lot of what's going on right now, we, we, a lot of us saw a lot of this coming, but I don't know, man. So, um, yes, if you guys can hear Muffin snoring, she is definitely right next to me sawing logs. Um, also, I looked like somebody said that, um, I'm not, I'm, yeah, it's definitely not me falling asleep, Rebel Nader. Looked like somebody said that there was no Foxhole, there definitely is a Foxhole stream, and I was just about to go through a whole bunch of thank yous, uh, to the fam over there. C. Blanche, thank you very much for that cookie. Uh, Empress, always good to see you over there. Good evening, RP78, one and all. Bella214 says RP78 and White Hat, woohoo. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Silent Runner 17, where we go one, we go all. Also dropped another cookie. Casey dropped a can. Nikki the Greek dropped a cookie. And Filter Dog One says, I'm here to pump you up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> Arnold reference. Good stuff. So let me ask you this. Yes. Were you seeing much uh, vaccine regret or vaccine injuries? where people were unable to regret it because they were no longer part of the living. Well, let me, let me get my list together in my head here. Well, let's put it this way. So 
my grandmother passed away after she got the vaccine of cancer. Oh no! My mother got can- got uh, breast cancer uh, after three months after she got the vaccine. Oh lord! And my father was uh, my father was diagnosed with Parkinson's six months after he got his booster. Mm. And so all three of them have been affected by it. Good God! And uh, I, I used to. Oh, I'm still friends with, and I think I mentioned to you before, but I have an attorney friend of mine. You know, and she was telling me stories about that, you know, going into the hospital, getting on the vent, and they actually gave her a plaque because she didn't die on the vent. You know, she got an old, you know, it's just, to me, that's just morbid as hell. But it anyway, is, yeah. it, it's, you know, because so many people were, as soon as they put them on the vent, they were, they were dead. Yeah. You know, but anyway. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've experienced it, and, you know, firsthand. I hope we can sue the shit out of them. Excuse my language. Well, I, I hope we can do something. Yeah, no, no, no uh, arguments for me with that. You yeah. feel free to uh, speak however you want to on that one. I mean, <laughs> okay. you know, it, it's uh, it, it's horrible. And um, you know, one thing that um, kind of dismays me, and I think that this, this is such an important subject. Still, I, I know a lot of people here. They've always been hesitant to just you know stick a needle in their arm because the government tells them to, um, but. There are definitely people in the audience who did it because they felt they had no choice. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they did it because, you know, they were told that if they didn't, then they were going to be killing their grandma or somebody else's grandma. Mm-hmm. And so they figured, you know, why not? You know, I've, I've rolled the dice with vaccines in the past. I'm going to go ahead and go with this one. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, and people just kind of went with the fear rather than using the, the, the time a lot. Well, that could have been me. Yes, it could have been you. you know? It could have been many different people. You Absolutely. Know? But, um, you know, so I think that we always need to remember that and, and, and maintain a sense of compassion about it. Mm. But more than that, we have got to continue to raise awareness about it because it's not over. You know, I mean, right. like, you know, we've got people who were injured immediately. We've got people who became injured there's this uh, this channel that um, I saw on YouTube. It was a girl named Physics Girl, okay? And she was, like, a straight-up Democrat. She, like, was one of the first ones to run out and get the vaccine. She produced, like, all these videos about, you know, the safety and efficacy of vaccines. And <clears throat> she got, like, a horn or something? No, after, after getting the jab, <laughs> she got married and then... She t- she got the jab, mm-hmm. and almost immediately she got COVID, and then developed long COVID, which it, it really just seems like a long, drawn out and protracted vaccine adverse event. And she's so hung up on the idea still. And like her husband, <clears throat> he's alone in the house with her. He's wearing a mask today. Okay. <laughs> She can't turn the lights on. She can only eat, like, three specific foods. She's constantly got a migraine. And she thinks that's COVID? She thinks it's long COVID. It's really sad. You know, I mean, there are some people out there who are still so deluded. I mean, all I can say is who the hell are they listening to? Yeah, I really can't tell you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, you know, even down to the stupid little six-feet circles. Yep, yep. You know, and I'm sitting there, you know, you're staring at the store, and I'm like, they got to be kidding Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be kidding me. But some people take it so damn serious. I remember watching a video of this cat. He uh, was sitting in the circle, in the six-foot circle, and somebody came up to him and, like, pushed him or bumped him. He, like, had a damn fit like he was falling <laughs> off a thing building because <laughs> he wanted to stay in the circle. I mean, some people just took it way too far. And, you know, it, obviously the government just did not do a good job of 
explaining things and coming out with information that they have researched and have sauce on. Well, I mean, it was, I mean, so much of it was arbitrary. Uh, So much of it was absolutely not based in any type of Mm -hmm. scientific rigor. It was, I mean, I I think that pretty much everybody here believes that the response to COVID was not really about COVID. It was about destroying Trump's legacy. Oh, man. You know? He was killing China, too. Yes, he was. He, he yeah. really was. I remember that that was the talk, Yeah, how how much he was beating China and how, how great we were doing. And they were just getting the floor mopped. Yep. As soon as that happened, I mean, as soon, soon as it started, there's COVID, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm, I, I just, I don't think anybody, I, I don't think many believed the whole, you know, of course, <clears throat> stupid bat theory and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. But anyway, I digress. Here we are. <laughs> <clears throat> the irony is that uh, just recently it was revealed that um, the NIH was engaging in uh, infecting bats with the Wuhan strain of coronavirus here on American shores. And, uh, y- I mean, you have to wonder, like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did they get the idea to tell people it was from bats that, because they were infecting bats with it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, maybe they, they read, like, some freaking notes on it or something. They're like, oh, shit, there's, it says bat. Fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go with bats, man. Let's do it. You know? <laughs> But uh, but I don't know, dude. You know, his, what do you freaking believe now? Next, obviously, there's going to be aliens and one world currency and all this other stuff that's coming down the pipe. I mean, at this point, we've seen so much, man. It's like <clears throat> now we, and we've talked about this today, mm-hmm. like you have to take time to relax. You have to take time to get yourself grounded and, yeah. and, and uh, manage your ambition and invest in yourself a little bit, you know, from time to time because there's just so much going on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's overwhelming. And I, I think that if you don't take that time to unplug and, you know, just be present in the world, you know, go outside, take your shoes off, That's you know, right. walk in the grass, go to the woods, you know, go well, fishing. Well, I'm going to interrupt you. Wait a minute. I got to let these folks know. Let me tell you something. My boy Rad Pill over here is, he has a green thumb and he has an amazing freaking garden and uh, trees and stuff out there. I mean, it's literally one of these deals. He's done such a good job uh, that I, I got taken on a tour. <laughs> he did. He so, did. <laughs> so it was very, very impressive. So don't, you know, I, I'm just put that out there for everybody just in case they didn't know. I've got, I've got my own little garden of Eden here. We're growing so many <laughs> different. Great. Different types of fruits. We don't have any vegetables. We, we need to get, like, our We had the lemon today. It was, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, we actually, we cut our, 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 well, Lisa picked the first lemon from the tree the other day. It wasn't quite ripe, so we threw it in a paper bag, and we cut it up yeah. tonight, made some lemon water. Actually, it's what I'm drinking right now. You can see it right here. Some of the most delicious Meyer lemons you're ever going to try. Yeah, well, shit, I'm drinking sweet tea. <laughs> as you would, as you would. So, um, oh, gosh, there was, uh, there was a point that I wanted to... To push on. Oh yeah, okay. Um, taking time for yourself. So yes. you've you you took some time off from from streaming and from being like you know front facing in uh, in the movement. You know you, you want to yeah. tell us about that. <clears throat> well, I, I you know been on the fence whether or not to tell everybody what's been going on. Yeah. But I'll, I'll just maybe put it this way. I, I usually stay vanilla anyway, so it won't be a surprise. But I've just been sick mm-hmm. uh, for about two years, and I hadn't really told anyone. And there was a chance that it was eventually going to be fatal. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we start talking about the big C word and all this other stuff. And, and, you know, I did go through a divorce a few years ago, and I have custody of five children, uh, one which is adopted. And, you know, it's a lot of pressure on me. And, and so when, we, when I go to stream, 
when I go to put all this stuff together, it, it just really pulls a lot out of you. Like it, it really, really does. Just the the preparation it takes to do these shows, mm-hmm. it's just it's it, it can be very, very taxing. And when I have the Holy Spirit kind of running through me and I'm praying over the chat or I'm praying over someone, it it really exhausts me. I mean, I could probably sleep for two days straight after that. Mm-hmm. So it just it's real tough. And so you have to say, all right, you know what? I got to prioritize. I, I've got to manage. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm ambitious. I want to do all these things, but you know, you got to manage that a little bit. You got to invest in yourself, and you know, get in the gym and 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 scratch that time you'd have for streaming or research. You know, go on a run or, you know, go to a farmer's market instead of you know the grocery store. Or do little things different here and there. Um, you know, but unfortunately, with my sickness, I, I've, I'm on medication, and you know, it kills my appetite, it destroys my appetite, and so I've lost some weight and. You know, it is what it is. You know, you still push through, you know, but I still work every day. I still take care of the kids. I still do this and that. And I'm back streaming again and, you know, and I'm just going where God leads me. And uh, like, like I said, we just, we just have to grind. We all just have to keep grinding. We're all dealing with something. We're all going through something. We just got to keep you know, this ridiculousness. And a lot of the people, of course, that didn't like Trump in the beginning just aren't saying anything. They, they know that it's not right, uh, but they'll still go on Twitter and they'll blast you, you know, they, but they know it's not right. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's going to go very well for him in Colorado, but you know, like I said, you and I were talking, we don't, I don't think we need a hundred percent of Colorado cause I don't think it's a swing state, but yeah. I mean, we'll see. But I mean, it's, it's really hard to watch. We lost the media. Now we're losing our government. I mean, we, who do we trust? You know, we trust people like us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think that it, it's taught us at the end of the day more than anything. I mean, the only, the only, the only thing you can truly trust is is God at this point? Okay, that's that's the only thing you should be putting any faith in. That's the only thing that you should really be counting on, because people come and go. But when it comes to information, you know, I've always said you got to do your own research. You got to make up your own mind, and it's always been so important to me, and I know it has to you too, uh, to to stress to people that you shouldn't just take anybody's word for it. Right. I mean, this goes back to the idea of the disinformation we were talking oh my about. My God, have we know. learned our lesson yet? Yeah. <laughs> some people have. I think some people haven't. You know, I was talking with my buddy uh, Mele today. Mele, I don't know if you're out there, but shout out. <clears throat> we were talking about uh, some of the people who have exposed themselves recently um, and, uh, and, and turned on some really key allies of President Trump. And, um, yeah. you know, it's... Uh, it's it's disheartening to me, but at the same time, I, I think it's it's a good thing because, you know, again, it, it's further separating the wheat from the chaff. I think Chi-Chi has to go outside. He totally farted. <laughs> or maybe Muffin. Yeah, take him outside. Take him One outside. One me. Promise. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I was, uh, Mila and I were talking. Mm-hmm. And I said the, the, the sad thing is that what we're talking about here in Oftentimes, you will not be on camera if you go through. Oftentimes, we're talking about people who have been lied to their entire lives. And they've figured out that the people they trusted were lying to them. And rather than seeking the truth on their own, it's almost like they're begging for somebody else to just keep lying to them. So that they don't have to do the work. And uh, really? obviously, I'm not talking about any of you guys right here. Yeah, but that, right now. what you're talking about is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, people that will have teachers that will tell them what they want to hear. Yep, yep. And that's exactly what that is. Absolutely. 
I mean, isn't it so crazy? Like, you know, it, it, how much of this is unfolding? And I, I, it, I'm just in awe about it. I, I know I keep talking about it, but, mm-hmm. it, you know, it just it's, it's wearing uh, heavy on my, on my heart, you know. It's just uh, crazy to watch right now. You know, I, I mean, personally, I mean, for me, and I think for a lot of other Christians, I mean, it, it, it's, it's exciting, you know? I mean, like, it's, it feels like there are so many things coming to pass that people were waiting on, people were expecting, but I don't know that anybody at any point in their life really believed that it was going to happen, like, in our time. <laughs> you know, that's the crazy part to me, is yeah. that we get to be here for it. Yeah, to, to, um, to think that we are the generation that won't, that's not going to die until the end comes, that, that's, that we are the generation that they're talking about, yeah. you know, is amazing to me. Um, you know, does it surprise me that, you know, the last of the people that are going to get raptured is probably Gen X? No, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever, because that's how we roll. <clears throat> no, I mean, that, was, that was a joke. Anyway. <laughs> But no, I, I mean, it, it's, it, it's all just, just so interesting. Yeah, I'm excited, but I'm also scared too, though, man, because, I mean, that, that old saying, you know, you don't want to get up there. I mean, the, the, one, the thing that I fear the most in my life, the most, the number one thing I fear <clears throat> is going to heaven and Jesus saying that I, did, I don't know you. That absolutely tears me apart thinking about that. And so, you know, I, and this is me personally, you know, coming out to anyone, please, if you're interested or want to know anything, please reach out to me and, and, uh, let me guide you in the, in the right direction. Um, I'm always here as a resource uh, to help you in that, in that way. I feel like that's a natural fear, you know, I mean, people can live the most pious life. They can, you know, ask for forgiveness a million times, but at the end of the day, you know, that you're going to go answer for every good and bad thing that you ever did. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody does things that they're not proud of. And all you can do is attempt to atone for your sins in whatever way you can. And there's a million different ways to do it. And more than anything, you know, I mean, it's just about asking for forgiveness and asking for his love. And, um, you know, and you're going to get it. You're going to have to be honest about mm-hmm. where you've been, what you've done, you know, who you fraternized with, you know. <clears throat> so, you know, just try to surround yourself with uh, the, the best possible people that you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the, the, uh, Jim Baker's wife, when she, she put on her, her uh, headstone when she passed away. Tammy always, Faye? Uh, was it Tammy, Tammy Faye, Faye Baker? Is it, oh, whatever, yeah. She, but it says, not Tammy Faye Baker, it's, I forget her name. But it says, like, always under construction. Okay, you know? okay, so, I like that, I yeah, like that. <laughs> so we're always under construction, man. That's good. All right, so, I mean, speaking about, you know, biblical times, I, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening in Israel right now. Mm-hmm. First of all, from a security perspective, mm-hmm. um, what do you think about the attack itself? They let okay? What's that? They let him in. They knew where oh, they were Of course. Coming. Okay, okay. Yeah, in my opinion. And that, that is not a reflection Allegedly of the U.S. government. Allegedly, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that is not a reflection of the U.S. government. Uh, that is just my little stupid uh, opinion. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just don't see, you know, people coming in and freaking paragliders and not, I mean, I, I, I just, you know, it's just, it's, it's sad to imagine. But, hell, after 9-11, I mean, what, you, you know, you're just like, well, I wouldn't throw it past them. Oh, I mean, you know yeah, I mean? I, since October 7th, I was, I've been saying this is Israel's 9-11. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I, um, I saw a, uh, a TikTok video from a, a woman, a former IDF soldier. And, um, you know, if you don't know, uh, every Israeli citizen has to spend like two years in the IDF. It's, uh, you know, it, 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 as soon as they're of age, they have to serve. And um, 
you know, unfortunately, they're asked to do some difficult things. And so many of them get out. And the last thing they want to do is go back. And so I think a lot of people... A lot of people realize that everybody in Israel has served, basically, and so therefore they should have a country of uh, you know fighting ready individuals. But it's the exact opposite. People get out; they do not want to go back. Mm-hmm. And so now, as a result of the October seventh attack, people are being asked to come back, and it's like you know it's straight conscription. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's mm-hmm. probably some people who are like gung ho. Hey, you know, let's sure take them out, but. Uh, but I, but I think by and large, you know, a lot of people do not feel good about it, mm. and, and and I I always try to differentiate between the people who live someplace and the government that is overseeing them. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, I many people are I think in my opinion a little too gleeful about you know the idea of this happening over there, and uh, and I I understand it. You know, I mean, but. <clears throat> the 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 there are a lot of innocent people <clears throat> both living in, in Gaza sides. and living in Israel yeah. and it's it's the it, it's Hamas and it's the neocons in the Israeli government that have pitted their two nations against each other and they let the attack happen you know you've got um the most well fortified border in the history of mankind you know, not only with, you know, an incredible physical barrier, but also electronic barriers. Mm-hmm. You know, that girl I was talking about, she said if a cockroach gets within five feet of the fence, an alarm goes off and somebody's sitting at a bank of computers, like looking at, you know, every square foot mm-hmm. uh, of that fence. And, uh, and you know, and, and, and it took them seven hours to do anything about it. I mean, Hamas just had free reign to go through there and you know, kill as many people as they could or, or capture them. What about the fact that some 500 American citizens are currently being held by Hamas? Are you at all surprised by the U.S. government's response to what's happened over there? Or the lack thereof? That's what I mean. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, back in the day, shit, we'd have Sandstorm on dang radio, you know, we'd have George, you know, yeah. whoever's the president, like, like, we're about to come and get you. and yeah. you know, Not I mean, one man left yeah, behind. I mean, dude, if Trump was up there, he'd be like, I'm going to blow your entire country up if you don't get them out of here. And uh, I mean, give me a break. Like, what are we yeah. doing right now? Yeah. We're on the beach. Yeah. We're on the beach trying to figure out how to walk. Joe Biden has spent uh, some, I don't know, two-thirds of his of his time in office I'm fixing on the mask beach. And yeah. Let me get, let me get my, <laughs> my, my, my titty chain going on with that. <laughs> Whatever that was going That was weird, a weird picture. Yes, yes. He's definitely uh, a, a crazy one. Okay, so I need to say thank you to my lovely mother, Real Red Pill 78 Mom. Hey, Mom. She says, White Hat, before the show ends tonight, will you lead us in a prayer for all of us who are going through... Our trials. Thank you, you and God bless. 100%. We'll have him close out the show with that. And then also, Nuremberg 2023 says, Hi, Zach. My husband and I live in the same town as you. I am a fan, and I appreciate all that you do. That's so awesome. Uh, I've got uh, I've got more people who watch the show down here in Florida than I think I did back in Michigan. All right. I mean, cool. every now and then I hear people saying, hey, you know, I, I live, I'm from Michigan, and, you know, I was here. I was listening to you years ago. But, um, but uh, seriously, I get somebody from Florida, like, every yeah. day. You know, I, I've met I've met several of them uh, here well, in town. Like-minded folks, sweet. man. Exactly. You know, exactly. you love it. You love it. Yeah, Florida's the place to be. You know, and um, I think that. Uh, do you think that America in? Do you think America is going to survive in its current form, like all fifty states, fully intact? 
We're going to come through on the other side, and uh, we're going to be able to salvage so, this. Yeah. All right. So let's let's put let's in this is again just my opinion, but let's talk about this in sort of like football terms. If, if we were to lose four games in a row, you know, we would absolutely just be raising hell about changing coaches, about what are we going to do, you know. But then all of a sudden we win mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six games. Something about winning cures a lot of bullcrap. And I'm going to tell you, when mm-hmm. Trump gets back in office mm-hmm. and we start hitting these wins, I think, you, I think you're going to see not only just the country come alive, but I think you're also going to see a big push on God. You're going to mm-hmm. see a big revival. You're going to see, as the, the Bible calls it, the last Trump. I, I think that's where we're headed. And, and I think this is the freaking storm we're in right now, and we're weathering it. And, and when we come out of it, we're just going to be, you know, iron sharpens iron. We're going to be ready to go. Right. And, you know, all these people that are left to be awakened, they're going to see how great this country is and how much love we actually have instead of, you know, uh, the other side that, you know, is really racist, fascist, Marxist, you, you name it. Um, but I, I think it's going to flip. I don't have a, a, a bad thought, you know, in, in any ways. I think we have some good times coming. Yeah. I, I really do. But it could be our last push of good times before the end, but we'll see, you know, obviously (laughs) I don't know about that. Yeah. No, I, I I tend to agree with you. I I think that we're in a unique position, uh, you know, historically and obviously biblically, so many people have come around to understand exactly what's at stake and what's been done to us. And you made an excellent point earlier. I mean, people have just caught on, you know, you, you see the narrative, you see the propaganda, people are like, absolutely not. I mean, they've turned away from the mainstream media. They've turned towards independent media. Absolutely. They've turned away from uh, the plantation of the Democrat Party, turned towards President Trump and American nationalism, you know, populism, America first. Uh, we we got to take care of ourselves. We've got to take care of our own country <clears throat> before we can think about solving the problems of other people. <clears throat> now, how do we go about cleaning up the mess that has been set upon us during Joe Biden's reign in 1600. Well, I'm going to sit there and assume at first you're saying, you know, something about the border and, and, all, and all these people that are coming over. How, how do you clean that up? Shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, Trump had mentioned, I think, on Truth uh, that, about there was going to be a big, uh, or it was Tom Homan or whatever. Mass deportions. Mass deportions. I, <clears throat> I don't know that that's, that's going to happen. I have no clue. Yeah. You know, I, I just maybe maybe somebody will come up with a different idea, like maybe require, re, require them to maybe serve in the military for a certain amount of time. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I don't know what they need to do. Uh, that's above my pay grade. But, uh, you know, I, I tell you what, what a mess. Mm-hmm. What a mess. You know, it just how, how Neanderthal do you have to be to be like, hey, man, I'm going to tell you, Sean, we're going to open that border. We're going to let all these people come over and they're going to vote for us because we're going to pay for their stuff for a mm-hmm. few years. And they're going to, you know, you, that, not even thinking about the country, <laughs> not even thinking about everybody that's already here. Yeah. And then you see, you know, people like in Chicago all pissed off because they're sanctuary city status. But now they got now they got people that they were they were wanting and uh, they don't know what to do with them. Uh, I see Kitty in the chat said something about using Ko-Fi last week. She didn't know if it worked. Um, if it did, I would have uh, thanked you on the air. It may not have been on the day that <clears throat> you actually sent the donation because they don't always come through in uh, in real time. Um, let me see. The Patty was the last donation on November 2nd. LKW Cross also on November 2nd. Wendy on November 2nd. And uh, 
that's as far back as it lets me go. But um, it looks like Ko-Fi has just uh, opened up the ability for people to do ongoing monthly donations. And I, I don't have that set up, uh, but that's something I can go ahead and uh, and, and work on. Hell is, is evil. Um, okay, so um, <clears throat> what about the fracturing that we see in the Democrat Party? You, you mentioned like the real fascists. The Marxists, uh, the uh, the real racists, uh, th- those are the people of the ultra-radical left-wing aspect of the Democrat Party that it, they've been courted all throughout Trump's time in, in politics. And now those people are turning on the Democratic Party itself. And, uh, you know, they're talking about primarying every Democrat who was pro-Hamas. Um, you know, it it's just, it, it looks like... I feel like, first of all, in terms of the race for president, 2024, we've got Joe Biden on the surface, okay, unless somebody else steps in to replace him. We've got RFK Jr., okay? That right there is going to split the left. Yeah, probably be Newsom, which would do that as well if he's in. So so Newsom, let's say Newsom and RFK. Yeah. Uh, But then you got Trump, okay? Mm -hmm. I'd say you got 80% of the country that's going to vote for Trump, all right? And then the other 20%, I think, is going to get split for RFK. I think that's exactly how it's going to go. You think it's going to go? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, of course, I try to stick with, oh, wasn't it Rich Barris? You know, he's like the, the, the godfather of information on all things polling and all things and stuff. But that, I think that's exactly how it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think we'll see the same thing in like uh, congressional and, and local races? I mean, do, do, do you anticipate there will be a, a lot of third party candidates? Because I have to imagine that, you know, if those Democrats are going to get primaried, you're probably going to have, you know, a mixture of radical leftist Democrats that think that they're not going far enough. You're going to have establishment Democrats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might even have uh, libertarians and Green Party step in because they think, well, hey, I can, we can take a piece of this pie. Oh, and shit. If, they, our- if they did, that would be just amazing right yes. now. That yes. would be gold for them right now. Yes. If they came in and pushed hard, mm-hmm. you know, libertarians could come in and just wipe the floor with some of these people. If yeah. they just came in and actually spoke some freaking common sense, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. But but again, what what, what does Q say or one of those Q posts say? You know, what do you what do you do when the enemy is hurting themselves? You know, you let them do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Ne- so, never never stand. In go the ahead way and of fight. Go ahead and fight. Himself. You know, we we you know we we're doing our thing over here. Y'all y'all go ahead and have a little infighting and, and do what you got to do. We're good. So I think that the the lesson from that is to show us that unity at this time is more important than ever before. Right. And, you know, standing together for certain ideals, I think is, I mean, it's, it's of the utmost importance, right? It doesn't mean that you have to break bread with people that are total shills. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't need to waste your time on people who are just completely out of left field. But, uh, <laughs> but I think that making sure... That we all are focused on the end goal, which is getting President Trump back into office through whatever means are necessary. I'm not saying violence. I'm saying through personal local action. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, however you can be involved in the process, we've got to do that. And, you know, it, if we disagree on other things, that's fine. We'll sort that out in the wash. Mm-hmm. But we, we've got to focus on the one most important thing. And, and along with that, you know, taking action and being part of your local political scene, whether that's running for office or working in the elections mm-hmm. or becoming a precinct committeeman, whatever that might look like for you, 
you know, that will also help us to gather more loyal soldiers together who can help take part in this fight and actually get elected into office. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that same uh, kind of uh, haphazard lack of structure that we're seeing among the Democrats right now, you know, I, I can see that happening with Republicans as well because we are rejecting those rhinos. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you've got people who are saying, uh, like like uh, Ken Buck, uh, right, in Colorado. You know, he ain't coming back. No, he ain't coming back. That gives us an opportunity to have somebody run for that this seat. This is homie. What's that? No, I said, this is homie. We don't need you. <laughs> We don't need you. It's time, it's time, it's time to you know, clean up shop, man. Yep, yep. It really is. We got to do it. Okay, let me say thank you to... Uh, let me see. Oh, gosh, there's a whole bunch of things over here. Um, oh, man, I don't know where... How did this, how did this go back so far? Okay, uh, I got to go back to Casey, Nikki the Greek, Filter Dog... Uh, I'm here to pump you up. Uh, Brewbark dropped a cookie. Thank you, Brewbark. Redfish, thank you for that cookie. Uh, Tennessee Jed 78, thank you for the can. Candylicious, thank you for the can. Filter Dog One says pangolins. I don't know what is that. Is pangol? I know what a pangolin is, but they're not like a mascot for a team or anything, are they? Fuck is a pangolin? A pangolin? It's kind of like an armadillo. It's got scales. It looks sort of like an artist. It sounds like you're taking panda and the other and putting the damn words together. What was a panda? Let, let me show you. I, I, I want to say it's an it's an Asian animal. Yeah, here we go. I'm like a country soul food guy over here. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a type of uh, it's a type of anteater. They eat ants and termites and stuff. Oh my lord! It, it kind of looks like like an armadillo because it's got the the scales instead of the plates here. Gotcha. Let, let me see if uh, if I can hold this up. <laughs> Normally, I would just show this on screen. Let me go to my. National Geographic oh. right here. Oh, God, and of course they want me to enter my freaking email. email. Oh, come on. Don't anyway, <laughs> so as we, you know, we're sitting here talking about penguins and armadillos. <laughs> here we go, guys. I'll cut the break. That's a pangolin. That's a pangolin. Hopefully one of these days we'll get Lisa trained on uh, on, on going back through <laughs> how, to, how to show this stuff off. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, honey, you want to, can you, can you switch to the... Uh, uh, the 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 right screen so that I can talk about the sponsors of the second half of tonight's program. Just hit the button that says right. All right, now on screen you should see the web page for onenessdrops.com. Onenessdrops.com, my friends who offer chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Chlorine dioxide is an incredible substance that is not bleach. You would have to be a mental midget or at least have a fundamental misunderstanding of chemistry to believe that bleach and chlorine dioxide are the same thing. They're not, no matter what the New York Times or Media Matters or any of the other mainstream media shills would have you believe. Chlorine dioxide is colloquially known as the universal antidote. It's called that because it is so effective at killing uh, just a variety of bugs, viruses, pathogens, things that you would not want to have in your body. But the good news is if you imbibe chlorine dioxide in a responsible way, then you can ensure that those things are not going to affect you. Most specifically, it allows you to take water that is not safe to drink and make it totally safe to drink. It's called potable. Potable water. If you're camping, if you're hiking, if you uh, end up with no ability to get clean, fresh water from a local municipality, 
you can make water that is unsafe to drink, totally safe to drink. So I recommend having chlorine dioxide in your go bags, in your car, in your medicine cabinet, in your kitchen, wherever it might be. A lot of people in the audience have taken chlorine dioxide to great effect. I was actually going to mention chlorine dioxide to you as well, Terry, because it's good for so many different things. Oh, I'm like, fuck. It's okay. Oh, it's all right. Fuck. It's all right. I said it last night anyway. <laughs> Everybody just forget that. Anyways, um, so uh, we need... All good. <laughs> oh, I'm so... I did so Dude, good. Dude, it was, it was coming. It was coming. We've never oh. talked about it. It was coming. Whatever. Oh. It's not even my legal name, so it doesn't matter. Okay, good. So, yes, uh, use code RP78 to save 15% off every order at <laughs> onemisdrops.com. And then also, honey, would you please hit the tab for mypillow.com. All right, MyPillow.com, of course, is Mike Lindell's America First, 100% American-made company. (laughs) (laughs) Muffin, she knows I'm talking, so she wants a treat. So, uh, every product at MyPillow.com allows you to support not only this show, but also to support Mike Lindell's efforts to save the U.S. election system. He's got ongoing cases with uh, some of the biggest baddies that you'd ever meet. Uh, We're talking about multi-billion dollar international companies that are trying to destroy him. And of course, in order to destroy him, they've got to destroy his company. So I think it's more important than ever to support Mike Lindell and MyPillow.com. When you use code RP78 at MyPillow.com, you will save up to 80% off every single product, whether it's the Gaza Dream Sheets, not the Giza Dream Sheets. I'm sorry, it's the Giza Dream Sheets, not Not the the Gaza. Gaza. Declare jihad on a good night's sleep. Oh, look, I'm going to get me a girlfriend from jihad. And um, you can get the, the, the MyPillow bathrobes, the slippers, I mean, the mattress toppers, the mattresses. Muffin, muffin. Okay, honey, go ahead and go back to the regular regular view and get Muffin a treat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's, I, that's, that's behind. It's, it's like delay. Yeah, yeah, there's a delay. Oh, okay, she's coming. Hey, muffin. it's she's a good coming. intermission. You know, we sweating over here. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So We're sweating over here. Good Lord Almighty Jesus. That's so funny. It's like, it's hot as as lava poop right now. I've got some sweat coming down my shirt. Otterly Free says, I think I'm going to try the sheets. Uh, Anyone have them? I do. I've got everything that Mike Lindell and MyPillow make. They, luckily, they sent me one of uh, six different products. We got the, 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 ba- the beach towels, the bath towels. We got the sheets. We got a comforter, down comforter. It's, uh, it's pretty great. Lisa loves it. Um, also got the slippers and the bathrobes. And, uh, yeah, so the only thing I don't have, I guess, is the, uh, is the mattress topper or the memory foam mattress, but I've heard from people who have the knowledge that uh, that they're great. I would have to imagine that uh, that they're awesome. It, it, it's got to feel good going to sleep every night on a uh, a pillow that was manufactured in Minnesota. Well, we've also got the My Pillow and the My Pillow 2.0. We got both of them. My mom does too. She actually was a convert to My Pillow before I was. Like before they sponsored the show, right. she was buying my pillows, and she was like, "I'm telling you, you got to get this my pillow." Yeah. I ended up going to uh, to Kohl's to buy them. This is way before they kicked him out of Kohl's and Bed Bath and Beyond and stuff. I want to say I paid eighty bucks for my pillow, and you do not have to pay that much now. I was willing to do it to hey. get a good night's sleep at the time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but also, too, we got to lift our folks up. That's right, you know. I was totally willing to support Mike Lindell uh, in that effort because not a lot of people have had the balls to stand up to some of these companies. 
And uh, the ones who have all too often are, are the ones who find themselves getting attacked. And, yeah, and he's still know. going. Yeah, he is still going. <laughs> he's an incredible guy, yeah. you know. And I always got to throw major respect for being sober for so long, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, everybody knows, you know, I've been sober now for going on six years. It'll be six yes. years in January. Yes. January 21st. It'll Love be it. six years. Can't believe it. But, you know, it's uh, every single year. It just it seems to fly by now at this point. It's uh, it's just another chapter in the book. So, all right. Uh, so continuing on here, <laughs> pangolins. I don't know how we got off onto that one. Uh, See, we just went on a damn <laughs> roller coaster there for a minute, oh, didn't we? Filter dog. Are you cultivating something special? Well, uh, I am cultivating. No, a... he doesn't have marijuana. No, no, stop, no, no, no. Stop no, asking. No marijuana. No marijuana. I don't even know what the legalities are down here. But again, because I'm sober, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I, I'm, I kid. I kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I am cultivating a rich variety of tropical fruits so that we can grow them and eat them, you know, without having to go to the grocery store. Let me tell you, we got like 55 lemons on that Meyer lemon tree right now. And they taste different. Yes, yes. They taste great because I've yeah. been taking care of it. Definitely. Uh, also, Sean Joe, thank you very much for that cookie. Filter Dog says, uh, such a cool show hanging on the patio. Awesome. Glad you're with us. Patriot Game dropped a pair of shades and said, Shade Fight. Silent Runner 17 says, Let's go. Also dropped a pair of shades. Thanks, you guys. Appreciate your support. Tennessee Jed 78, good to see RP and Whitehead. It's been a while for me. Yeah, man, I haven't seen your name in there for a minute. And if you've been in the chat and uh, and I haven't noticed it, then, you know, I'm glad you're here. But if you're only here because Whitehead's here, then I will totally take it as well. That's right, dang it. Y'all just come here for me. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. See, it, I mean, I talk about this, you know, I think the last time I was on your show, but I mean, everybody knows, you know, Red Pill is, uh, you know, just a huge trailblazer in this whole movement. And, and it's like, if I were to, if I were to write a book or if any, really, if anyone were to write a book that's in our movement that we know that we're friends with or whatever, they would have to talk about you. They, yeah. they would have to mention you. They would have to mention methods. They would have to yeah. mention, you know, the mats. They would have to mention, you know, others. And it's, uh, I mean, what, what a really cool thing to be, you know. I mean, th- I, I heard a lot, about, a lot about this, too, in my stream, that the movement brought them closer to God. Absolutely. So it's kind of like if you can be a part of that, my gosh. I mean, I what, what better thing is, is, is there, you know? It, it's, all, it's all worth it as far as I'm concerned. Big time. You know, whatever the outcome. My life has been enriched as a result. And Big I've met time. so Me many too. incredible people. People, uh, Muffin, be careful. <laughs> She's coming through all the cables. <laughs> She's like, yo, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pro at this. So, yeah, you know. yeah. She normally is not walking around the, uh, the office. She doesn't know what to do with herself because we got co- company in the house. But, uh, yes, good girl. Yes. Yeah, we're just being chill and relaxed, man. Absolutely. Chill and relaxed. Uh, let me also say thank you to a boneless chicken who dropped a can. Patriot Game dropped a can. Yellow Rose 55 dropped a cookie. Filter Dog 1 says, uh, don't forget we fall back tonight. Yeah, what, honey, what time do we uh, fall back at 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, it'll be 1 a.m. Eastern Time all over again, so don't forget. Uh, and then Filter Dog also says, she's the bat transferred coof to Pangolin in the narrative. Oh my god, that's right! At the Metabiota Lab Who said in, that? in Ukraine. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, that, that was, uh, that was a, a, a joke that I know that uh, Jon Stewart told. Oh, Jesus. When he was, he was oh, making, I'm like sitting there like, for real? <laughs> he was, well, at the time when it initially came out, they were like, oh, it, it came from the wet market where they were selling yeah, yeah, pangolin yeah, yeah. And, and raw bats. Uh, okay. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so sorry. My, my mind went in a different direction there a little bit, I think. But I well, gotcha. John Stewart was on some. He was on uh, what's his name, Stephen Colbert's yes. talk show, yeah. and he was talking about the ridiculous nature of the narrative surrounding COVID. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, he said, "Oh, you know, COVID just happened to pop up in the same place where a lab working on viruses right. similar to this." He's like, "But no, no, a bat made love to a pangolin in a street market." Oh and, yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yes. That was the last thing that John Stewart said that I thought had any value. Yeah, well, I mean, be honest with you, though, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me some idiot would come out there, you know, that are part of Congress and say that. Be like, well, you know, you're liars. You know that the chick-a-ling one, whatever the hell you call it, <laughs> hooked up with the bat. And it, wouldn't, it really wouldn't surprise me. No, no. All right. And, I mean, where, uh, aren't we, like, studying pigeons on cocaine and how the hell they <laughs> run in circles? I mean, I think that's one thing that we, we, we study. I think Rand Paul went over that, the, the damn cocaine penguins. Uh, okay. I don't know. It's something stupid like that. Like, let's give some dang animals some cocaine. Let's watch them run in a circle like a bunch of idiots. We're going to spend about $8 million trying to figure out what the hell we're looking at and then, you know, go home. Well, obviously, to me, all those stupid programs are how money is being distributed or washed. You know, of course, that's just my opinion. That's my conspiracy tenfold hat. Action going on, but I think I think there's nothing conspiratorial about the fact that our <laughs> our government wastes a tremendous amount of money. Ugh, I mean, yes. you think about I mean, yeah, I go back to what I said at the beginning of the show. And so many of these federal agencies, I mean, they only exist whatever it takes to make sure that money keeps rolling in. Yeah, you know. Well, and and I I am I am proof. I, I'm telling you now, it'll work. Any of you federal employees out there, anybody that works for the government, you can make a difference. I, I, I actually was put in a leadership role and I have a team and, you know, we got together and saw a problem that a lot of us have talked about and we've come up with solutions and we've brought it to the peanut gallery uh, at bay and, and things are changing in different places. So, you know, don't feel like you got to be silent. You know, don't feel like everybody's going to be against you just because you're a government worker. It's not going to be that way. You know, it, it just, you know, just for the most part, you know, try to wake as many people as you up. You know, also too, know when to keep your mouth shut and, and, and just do what you got to do. But, but yeah, I mean, so I kind of, you know, digress. I'm, I'm not real sure where I was going to end with that, but you know, but yeah, I mean, not, not all of us are, are bad. And, and, and that's what I, I, that's really originally why I came out and started speaking. Right on, right on. So a couple of things. Um, okay. So, uh, Joan, the man on screen with me is my buddy Whitehead. He is uh, anonymous in terms of uh, his face. He, people don't know what he looks like, and that's to protect him and his family. Uh, and then somebody else had asked, why is Zach not Foxy? Foxy wanted to know, anybody know where Zach's not in his studio? Funny thing, this actually is my studio. That's right. This is the side you guys don't see. That's so, right. So on the other side of the studio, that's where the, the, the bank of monitors and uh, all the electronics is. And, uh, and Lisa's sitting over there so that she can control the switchboard so that White Hat and I can sit over here and uh, be on camera. I have two cameras set up. You know, if, if we could show his face, I would just have one camera and be at a different angle. But, um, yeah, this way it allows us to, uh, to have us both on screen but not compromise his identity. So, um, <laughs> so that's why it is the way that it is. But, yeah, so I set this up months ago. With the intention, I'll tell you the story. Garrett Ziegler from Marco Polo. If you want to grab the Biden laptop report, it's right behind you. <laughs> you know, don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So the uh, the Biden laptop report, when that came out, uh, Garrett came on the show, and originally he was going to fly here so that we could do it in person. Mm. And so I bought these chairs, I bought these curtains. No, it's great. It's great. And people, just so you know, like the, there's even like the, the studio lights pointing down at me. You know, I'm kind of like, you know, you, you sometimes you, you see them talking about how they're real hot on stage yeah. and they're sweating. I mean, it's, it's definitely hot as lava poop. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty hot up here. But it's, it is legit, though, y'all. Uh, you know, I'm here. I'm seeing it in person. Uh, definitely kudos to you, man. This is uh, great. Excellent. This is real great. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's working out. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I, I, I can't see everything like I normally do. I've got a couple of the chats up and uh, definitely watching Foxhole. We're watching uh, Rumble. And uh, I've got uh, Getter up here as well. It doesn't look like anybody's watching over on, on Twitter. But Time Traveling Hipster is keeping it fresh over there on Getter. And, uh, and everybody over on Foxhole and Rumble are, are keeping it fresh as well. Uh, Foxy says, oh, that's great, Zach. Thanks for letting us know. So White Hat is there in person. Yes, White Hat is here in person. He came to visit for the weekend. He got here last night uh, yeah. while I was on the air with Michael Yan. Michael Yan uh, was kind enough. He was supposed to be on tonight. But when we decided to do this, he was kind enough to move it up uh, to come on last night. And uh, uh, Masako, I don't remember her last name. She's the Japanese journalist, uh, citizen journalist, who confronted Klaus Schwab outside of the World Economic Forum. Or maybe she was at Bilderberg or something like that. And uh, she's, she's a rock star. Uh, check out the show from last night if you guys didn't see it. But uh, Ann Vandersteel is down in Belize with both of them. They're all traveling together. He had been in the Darien Gap in Panama, mm. uh, just like watching people stream through. through. A lot of Chinese spies, right. he said, coming through. And um, it was interesting. Earlier today, uh, White Hat and I were watching uh, a channel that I subscribe to on YouTube still. His name is he's, he's Bald and Bankrupt. And mm. he, he used to do all these shows in Russia. And he got kicked out of Russia permanently because he snuck into, like, the, basically the, the Soviet version of NASA, where they're mothballing their, uh, their, their space shuttle. And he got caught, and so they interrogated him for a week, they forced him to do a videotaped confession, and then they kicked him out of the country. And, uh, and he got a lot of heat for it. He was in, like, the Daily Mail and stuff. And, um, stressful, man. Yeah, definitely stressful. So now he travels the world going to other interesting countries. He used to always go to uh, former Soviet bloc countries, and it was really neat to see, like, the remnants of communism and hear the, the stories of people, you know, uh, how their lives have changed. Well, he can speak all their language. Yes, and he can speak all their languages. It's insane. I mean, he's, like, speaking in Russian. He's speaking in Spanish. He's speaking in Polish. He's speaking mm-hmm. in Czech. He's speaking in Romanian. It's like, you know, all these romance languages and so much more. So anyways, he's, he's a, it's a pretty good guy, and it's a, a great time. But he, in this episode, was down in Venezuela uh, because uh, a lot of the people who come up here illegally are running from Venezuela because obviously they don't want to eat their dogs. It's weird. I've never heard of that before. Like yeah. everybody's leaving Venezuela. Yeah. So, I mean, it looked like there were actually families leaving Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing that we talked about last night, Whitehead, is that, you know, along the way there, the United States government has all of these like official diplomatic outposts set up along that road, that, that migrant road. And it's, they're right there with the UN and USAID and, you know, all of these various nonprofit mm-hmm. 501c3 relief organizations. And their sole reason for existing is to ensure the continued passage of those people up to the southern border. 
And then, of course, Joe Biden's seemingly sole reason for existing at this point is to ensure that those people come through the border Mm -hmm. unabated. And, um, you know, I'm I think a lot of people were shocked to see border agents like cutting the razor wire and stuff, you know, I mean, like. I mean, I understand people are, are they're, they're going to, they get a direct order, they, they've got to do it. That's the chain of command. But, you know, I, I've been surprised that, uh, that there hasn't been more pushback on that stuff, you know? And, and let me ask you this. As far as what we see. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've definitely heard, uh, uh, you know, people speaking on condition of anonymity about it. Sure. You know, not necessarily the people who are cutting the razor wire. I suppose there's always the possibility that they put those people in that position because they're willing to do it. They don't care about it and they have no vested interest. But you know, what do you think about the possibility of the states themselves creating state agencies to address these issues that the federal government is seemingly absent of? Well, that's kind of what Texas is trying to sort of get into. They're dipping their toe. Yeah. You, know? you, you would think they would have already done it. Yeah. But they're kind of dipping their, their toe in that now. Uh, I mean, the states could absolutely do something about it. Yeah. But, you know, you, you, these states that are just ultra-liberal, I mean, what, what are they going to say? They're not going to argue about an extra million voters. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what do you do about it? I mean, they're, yeah. they're gone, yeah. um, in my opinion. I don't think you're ever going to, at this point, get some of these places back. Um, again, too, that goes back to what your point was about, you know, really getting in some 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 patriots into some local, you know, running local and, mm-hmm. and uh you know, they're just super important. They're, you know, there's a reason why Soros is paying local government people and DAs instead of the, the, the higher ups. You know, your big money is your local government. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, it's tough. And then, then you got to wonder, it's like, what if some of the agents are, you know, what if they know some of these people? Or what if, what if they're getting, what if they're so abused in their jobs and they're so distraught and they're so scared because of cartels and other. I mean, how many have probably made deals? Oh God! Uh, I mean, what if they're you know yeah. they got a little backdoor action with some some deals going on and stuff like that too? So you just you know it would take two people, it would take two two guards that were you know an insider threat uh, to go and, and cut it, cut something open and let some people in. You just don't, sure. you just never know, man. No, I, I, I think I think that the. The, the c- corruption, bribery—you know, people lining their pockets, people getting desperate. I mean, yes, I, I mean that's certainly a massive part of it. And as inflation gets worse and and the purchasing power of the American dollar becomes less, I, I think that it's it's a, a natural response to uh, to what we're seeing here, and it's just really unfortunate. It is. Um, and somebody had uh, no, unfortunately, to be clear, Baldwin bankrupt was not on the program. Whitehead and I were just watching a video of his, and I thought it was interesting because he was taking that same route. He was heading from Venezuela through Colombia, and he's going up to the Darien Gap, which is where Michael Yan, my guest from last night, had just come from. And uh, so, yes, I would love to interview Baldwin Bankrupt. I mean, I think that he, he's got a, a lot of great stories, but yeah, unfortunately, he wasn't on the show. Uh, Sammy Q Patriot says, great to see both together on screen. God bless hey, and much love. Good to see you, Sammy. And, um, yes, uh, uh, okay, looks like maybe Rick was, uh, poking fun at your forearm. No, let me tell you, he's got a couple, no, he said there's nothing wrong with it. He he was joking about it, but he's got a couple of canned hands. Listen, I'm very tiny. I'm about (laughs) four, nine, about 140 pounds. 
Somebody else had said, you better cover those tattoos. Well, you know, he's, he's wow. well aware that if there's tattoos on screen, and uh, I, I don't know, the only way people would be able to match those up is if you wore tight shirts to work, which I'm sure they don't, and so your people who don't already associate with you are not going to see that, yeah, and I'm you good. probably don't have pictures of that all over Facebook. Yeah, I'm imagine. good. We're yeah. good. Yeah, okay, good stuff. All this right. is fake anyway. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Uh, Filter Dog said, uh, Misako, last name Samurai. I don't know if her last name really is Sam. I think that Michael was saying that her name, that her her lineage traces back to Samurai. I'd actually have to look her it's up. It's much cooler if her last name was Samurai. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Uh, Dawn S. dropped a fleet. Thank you very much. Hey, Dawn. Hey, baby girl. Yeah, she says, I found you, White Hat, with your cryptic message on your show. Love you both. God bless. Yes, absolutely. Dawn's a rock so star. Yes, she is. She has. She's been around a long time. So, did you see that um, another biological male uh, once again has taken the limelight from a biological female? Glamour magazine has named a transgender model as one of 2023's Women of the Year. How do, how do you... Like, <laughs> How do, how do you how do you how do you verbalize that? <laughs> you know, I mean, God, you know what? I remember back when all these pageants and all these contests. I mean, even it, well, so some of you know, I have two little girls, mm-hmm. uh, two young girls, and I just remember back in the day watching some of these, you know, contests. Like, you know, I need to show my daughter these because these these girls are freaking talented. They're mm-hmm. singing, they're doing all these things, and you know now. When they get on there, you know what they see? They see no matter how much they try, no matter how the, no matter how the good they do as a woman, there's always going to be some stupid liberal man that's going to come up in there and try to take their spot. Mm-hmm. And so my daughter will never be able to win. You know, she may not be able to win, you know, these contests because of this crap. You know, what do you do about it? You know, I mean, it's disheartening for them. I mean, and, and I feel I, I feel for them. Hopefully, though, some of this gets cleared up. I, you know, hopefully it won't stay this way for long. I sure hope it does, too. I mean, I would think, you know, first of all, I, I feel like it's it's in, it's incredibly insensitive. It's actually offensive to biological women to have them replaced with people who are surgically altered to, uh, you know, take their place or, you know, I mean, compete with them in some way. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's just... It's not honest, number one, and it's, uh, you know, especially when we're talking about sports, like there is a a vast difference between the male and the female. Seems like it would be common freaking sense. Yes, exactly. It should be common sense. So I I feel like parents and all women everywhere should be very vocal about this because it's it's not fair, and I feel like they, at the end of the day, are trying to erase women altogether. And, you know, I mean, if we're talking about a depopulation agenda here than, you know, essentially making men infertile and then turning the men who are there into women uh, so that the only way that babies can actually be born would be in a test tube, like a product, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, the mo- that would be the ultimate monetization of the human species. I mean, if anybody is single out there, you, you, you'll feel me right now, and you know what I'm talking about. It, I mean, compared to just look at dating, if you're just, you're just trying to get out there right now and find just a suitable mate to date, you know, I mean, we all have our problems and, you know, some people date during this time, but anyway, I ain't going to get in the weeds, but you know, how hard is it to meet people nowadays? Like oh, yeah. how hard is it? I mean, it's scary. It's like, nobody's getting married anymore. It feels like nobody's, you know, it's, it's too hard. 
you know, to meet anyone nowadays. Social media is just absolutely poisoned, all of that crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so much so, I, I had to give up dating and meeting people, and that's not other for the most part. And, you know, it's, it's sad, but that's the way it is right now. It's the it way is. it is. I mean, when you talk about depopulation, I mean, shit, I look at that right there. I mean, you know, a lot of us here, a lot of us good men mm-hmm. are, are having a hard time finding the good women. Well, there's, there, there's a, a disconnect between fantasy and reality. You know, like uh, a lot of women nowadays are programmed through the narrative messaging that they've been taught that, uh, you know, that the only way that they're going to give attention is under certain circumstances. You know, men, you're just looking for somebody you can get along with, somebody that, uh, you know, you find uh, physically appealing, and somebody who you can respect, right? Mm, You know, I mean, like, it's a pretty low bar, comparatively speaking, to modern women who want you to be, like, you know, of a certain physical build, certain height, making a certain amount of money. You must provide. Yeah, Yeah, you must provide, you know, whereas, you know, they're not going to provide anything. And and a lot of modern women are, like, out there selling themselves on OnlyFans and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, like, you know, good luck finding anybody who's going to respect you after doing that. But also, too, there there is a huge number of, like, 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 for instance, there's a huge number of suburban Republican moms. Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm talking about single moms, and you know what? Most Republican women are hot. I'm sorry, they it's just true. are. They're they're pretty hot. So they're out there. You know what I'm saying? But they get hit up on social media by these wackadoodle, you know, guys every five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, saying, "Hey, what are you doing? What's up, babe? Blah blah blah. I'm gonna come smell your feet and shit." <laughs> You know, and then you got, a, you know, a good man that's sitting back there that, you know, has a decent job that takes care of his children. Da, da, da. Can't even talk to this person yeah. because they're, you know, because you have these great Christian Christian women out there that are just protecting themselves at this yes, point. They're yes. like, you know, I'm just going to sit back and heal mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep all these wacky dudes out of here. And if somebody ends up being in my life, it, I'm, it's not going to be because I'm trying to find them. And at yeah. that point, that's where we're at. But my gosh, there's a big number of us. I'm telling you. No, there, there absolutely is. And I think that this uh, goes back back to uh, the kind of concept of community that we were talking about mm. earlier. Yes. You know, yeah. like getting offline and actually making real life human connections. That's not easy right now. No, it isn't easy. But I think that it, that's the reason why it's all the more important to, mm-hmm. to try to make those connections. Yeah. You know, so to have those traditional social structures that people are a part of, you know, like whatever type of gathering group, you know, knowing your neighbors, you know, having friends out in real life mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and not allowing the weight of this modern world to crush you into submission, you know, because I, I think that if you're only using social media as a, an outlet for dating, you're not going to be successful. It's not going to be it. You know, you've got to have the, the connections in real life. And, you know, th- there is... Unfortunately, uh, a lot of our time that is devoted to career right. uh, and you know all the the, the rigors of, of owning a home and like you know being responsible takes a lot of work, right? Of course, you know. So um, you know, it just uh, what are you doing, man? Yeah, what are you going to do? I guess yeah. there, there's I, I, honestly, I'd be single if it wasn't for Lisa. I, I met her and, at the and perfect you, time, and, and I'll tell you what, man. And, and I'm not blowing smoke up your skirt. I mean, you've definitely got to keep her. Mm-hmm. She is amazing. She is absolutely amazing. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and I'm very appreciative. Of, she's been very hospitable uh, since I've been here. 
And uh, like I said, mate, your setup is, is is dope. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I'm I've always been a person who takes a, a lot of uh, care and pride in the the place that I live. You yeah, know, and in, and it reflects that here. Yeah. I mean, you can walk around and see your personality every freaking where. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool little house. I like Good it. stuff. I'm glad yeah, I'm like glad it. you like it. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Trisha, she had dropped a, a rant that I missed. Uh, she said, "White hat. When was the last time you wore a mask on your show? It's been quite a while, hasn't it?" Good question. It? Good question. I was actually just thinking about the time that I think you had. It was well. I I, I go back, but uh, uh, what 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 was that magazine? Uh, the guy that was. Uh, in the magazine that would be in the chat sometimes. Anyway, I, I'll never forget it. But Flip City. Remember, I brought my two kids with masks on in, in, yeah. in the screen. Yes, I do. Uh, that, yeah. that day, yeah, <laughs> I, I always remember that because uh, my kids are—they uh, love it. They love you know this idea, and that's cool. You know, the streaming <laughs> stuff—they they really dig it. That's great. I was just uh, telling uh, White Hat at, at breakfast earlier that um, you know my daughter. She was not a fan of President Trump, and you know she thought it was cool what I was doing and stuff. But we didn't align politically. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the other day, my mom and her were in a group text message together, and I said, uh, "So, honey, after a couple of years of watching what Biden's been doing to America, what do you think?" And she said, "I'd vote for Trump today." Oh my God! <laughs> and there is a there is a party in heaven. That's right. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, I knew you'd come around." Yes, you know. Back during Trump's first term in office, you know, she was like, he said grab him by the pussy. And I was like, hey, honey, I was like, how many things have you said when you thought a microphone wasn't on that you would be well, embarrassed? Right. Yeah, but hold on a second. Let me tell you something. I heard an argument, and this was on one of those, like, Andrew Tate shows that yeah. I actually, I don't, I, I haven't really decided if I agree on it or not, but it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he, he comes on there and he's talking about shit, and I lost my train of thought with it, but, you know, just the, the, the stuff that, those type of people come out with. Um, I lost my train of thought about what I was going to say because uh, there's freaking so many shows and they say so many freaking hilarious things. Um, I, I don't know, man. I'll have to come back I mean, to it, but it's the, the sentiment of what he said. I don't think he's wrong. You know, I mean, he, what he was saying is that like you know, women throw themselves at powerful men, and women oftentimes, especially in New York. You know, like a big metropolitan, like women, you got a lot of gold diggers around, yeah. right? You yeah. know, you got you got men who are more than happy to oblige, and then you've got women who are just looking to get taken care of or get whatever they can. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's unfortunate, but it's true. You know, and yeah. you know, I mean, it, locker room talk is a real thing. You know, I mean, oh, like, oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Yeah. I remember what I was gonna say. All right, all right, all right. So, so his argument was, he said, and I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I apologize. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. He goes. He goes, all right, listen, he, and he's talking to these girls, and he's like, all right, listen, he's like, when you think about somebody grabbing you by the P word, mm-hmm. you're thinking about a $50,000, $60,000 mofo. He's <laughs> like, you're telling me right now, you ain't going to let a billionaire, a butt butt billionaire <laughs> come up and grab you in your tutu? I mean, I'm, he's like, I'm sorry, but you let a billionaire grab you in the tutu if you want to, and you go around in your Rolls Royce and do your thing. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. It's true. It's yeah, true. you know, it's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> You know, but I mean, really, you're going to sit there and, 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 and bash him because of that. But it, it, but the good part about that story is, though, is that she's on the right side now. Yes. She is awakened. And, and, and that's amazing, man. That's yes. amazing. Yeah. No, I was uh, I was very happy to see that. Very happy to hear it. Ooh, that's a potty mouth right there. Let me... <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and again, it goes back to the idea of how many people are recent converts 
to this sure. line of thinking, you know, yeah. and yeah. it's, you know, it was, it was slow going for some people. It was a, a difficult adjustment. A lot of people were so wrapped up in that lie, in that narrative. Yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, and we said this on election night back in 2020, you know, the only thing that I can possibly imagine that's going on right now is that people need to be forced into understanding of what's really, really been taking that's place, right. you know, and what America really needs, you know, and, you know, no matter how it was that Joe Biden came to reside at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunate, as unfortunate as, as it is, you know, this is what it took for many, many people in America to wake up and understand what's at stake. You know, yeah. the, how bad can it get? You know, there, I know that there were Democrats, there were even Republicans and independents out there who said, you know what, I don't like the way Trump tweets. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. How bad can it get? Right. Okay, well, pretty freaking bad. Yeah. Okay, uh, you're I'm, living it, exactly. in it right now. And how much of responsibility do you take for yeah. all the blood yes. that's on his hands? Exactly. You know, let's get serious here. You yeah. know, let's get, the right, let's get the right person in office. You know, so let me let me ask you a question then. Let me ask a question. Flip sir. the script. So, who do you think the vice president's going to be if Trump? Uh, oh Lord, get, who do you think he's going to choose? You know, so you know, I I would absolutely love Michael Flynn, but I think that he's going to be more in line with like military or Secretary intelligence. Of State or something. Yeah, Secretary of State. You know, he could be Secretary of Defense. Uh, he could uh, he could he could head the DIA or the NSA. Sure. Sure. You know, all of those would be appropriate. As far as a vice president for President Trump, um, you know, I, I think that there's 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 going to be metrics that 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 would probably be thought of. You know, like my, he's going to do it different now. What's that? He's going to do it different now. Well, I'm you know, I mean, I, I'm thinking Byron Donald. once, maybe honestly. I mean, what a rock yeah. star! Dude. Yeah, he's a total rock star. You know, yeah. I mean, he's. He, he knows what he's talking about. He's from the financial world, so he can sniff that stuff out. Right. He's done great in Congress. He's America first. He, 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 he hasn't he, wavered on Trump either. No, he hasn't wavered on Trump right. at all. And there, you, can't, you can't say the same about a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also um, uh, endorsed my boy J.R., like, first thing. Yes. J- Byron Donalds was the first one to endorse J.R. And J.R. has been doing such a great job he on is. the Tim Pool show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I was sitting there just glued to what he was talking about. You know, he's yes. so smart, and he's been. In, the thing about it is, he's been exposed to so much, mm-hmm. which is why I wish that it was just they they would just get off his back and let him run like a, let them run like a normal situation and mm-hmm. stop. You know, let's get the right man in there, and I mean, he yep. could man, he could really add some some knowledge and some greatness to this government. You know, that's too bad. I think so. You know, yeah, and- I, 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 I I pray for him. Come on, I come do. On. I really think that it's his time. I, I think that uh, he's 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 going to make it. I hope time. so. I hope you know, so. especially because like what they did to him in the last election cycle, that was the the worst possible smear that they could come up with, yeah. right? You know, and then questioning he, his questioning what he was, whether or not he was in the military or, yeah. or a different. I mean, are you serious right now? Yeah. Well, you know, to, to and even to, from your own party to accuse him of stolen valor, right? You know, first Ugh. of all, I mean, like that's the the worst thing that somebody who's uh, honorably served their country mm-hmm. can endure, right? You right. know, but uh, to to suffer that indignation and to come out the other side and to prove that they lied about him, they've got nothing that they can attack him on. Right. What are they going to do now? They're going to come out and they're going to say, you know, oh, you know, <laughs> what do we? What can we say about him now? Yeah, you, know, you, you served well, your country honorably. Well, you're, you're always going to have your crew that's always going to believe what a liberal says, no matter what, because mm-hmm. they stay in that stupid bubble. But, you know, I, I really think, and I, I think you're right, this could be his time because yeah. 
it, it just it feels right. You know, it feels right. I'll, you know, we got a speaker. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with him. He's, you know, he says some good things and he doesn't. Yeah. But if we could get Byron Donalds or if we could get somebody like that that was just a rock star with Trump and, and, and really get some people in there really focusing in on not getting our little surprise Bill Bars. You know, mm-hmm. if we can, if we can just just do that, I mean, man, we are going to be gold. Well, here, here's the thing: what, what I believe happened in Trump's first term in office. You know, all those people that you know we were like trying to give a shot. You know, hoping against hope that they weren't just going to be deep state. Right. They exposed themselves to be what our worst fears were. Yeah, I mean, okay? shit, Bill and Barr is supposed to be the stealth bomber. Well, yeah, no yeah. crap. Yes, he was definitely that. He was the stealth bomber. To on, on Trump on, on us, yes, on us and on Trump, <laughs> and so what does that show? That shows that you know there there we, we there is there has to be a certain caliber of person that comes into the next administration yes. with President Trump, yes. and he is absolutely going to know who those people are this time around. And I think there's a good chance that he knew before, but it shows the American people the true difference between a rhino, an intel plant, a stooge, oh, yeah, yeah. and an American patriot. There had to have been times, and I think we even mentioned this a few years ago, yeah. where he would, I think that he would bring someone on in order to expose them. He, he was, you know, he'd, I agree. he'd yeah. bring, he'd, he'd, I, I believe some people would be put in their place and then think, if you noticed, things would happen, they would get exposed and mm-hmm. then you wouldn't, you know, we, we of course, we'd know a lot more. Dad, Lord, Jesus. Did somebody, did Lord, Chi-Chi fart? Somebody, <laughs> somebody was crop dusting. Yeah, that's the, gotta the, be the okra. Chi-Chi's looking at me through the, through the cords. I think that must have been him. All right. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so uh, let me say, uh, let's see, Marine Bulldog. Says, That's my boy right there, man. <laughs> Hello, White Hat. Zach, keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Uh, Filter Dog One dropped a ship and said, fantastic show, loving the banter. Yes, uh, I'm glad you are. You know, I um, I personally either have a conversation with or, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be diving in deep on a subject with him. But I really appreciate it when I can just, you know, chill, go back and forth and, and have a good time and not have to worry about... Uh, <laughs> hard-hitting questions. Yeah, I mean, know. these are, these are, this is how we talk when we're having breakfast. Exactly. You know I mean? This yeah, is this us is all day. <laughs> yeah. We do this shit all day. For a thing, sure. so funny. Yeah. Not, I mean, really, we make fun of people by 80% of the day. <laughs> we're, we're laughing and making fun of people, including myself. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, so, but, uh, no, I mean, this is, this is how, I mean, this is how we are. We're not, you know, freaking terrorists. We're not, you know, we're not crazies. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know that they're trying to tell you that working out is bad for you. They're trying to tell you all these being, a, a, you know, a Republican is bad and all this other stuff. Like, just, just shoot the noise, man. Just, you know, don't even listen to that crap. You, you're, you're right where you need to be. And we're going to be victorious soon. Yeah. And, and let me just say, <laughs> being healthy is not a a, a, a a dog whistle for white supremacy. That's like the, <laughs> the stupidest, <laughs> the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like as if only white people go to the gym, right? You know, right, I mean, like right. I've seen it's like a freaking United Colors of Benetton ad every time I've ever been to the gym. Like it's never been just white people, and yeah. you've got so many people who are just excellent specimens, physically fit. Inside and out. Even people who don't work out, they're treating their bodies right. Right, they're living right. Yes, you're living right. That is the most important thing. Because when when you're healthy, mind, body, spirit, all the way around, uh, it allows you to roll with the punches of life and Mm -hmm. to think on your feet. Yeah, and that trickles to other people around you. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, you have children, you have uh, a significant other. I mean, people can feel that on you, man. Yeah. You carry that with you. Uh, Let me see. Hold on. Um... 
Trisha says, remember what happened to Madison Cawthorn? I think that was his name. Good guy trying to stay above board in D.C., tells the truth mm-hmm. and gets kicked out. That's yes. the dude that was up in the strip club, right? Um, was that the same guy? No, no, no. Madison Cawthorn, he was the kid in the wheelchair. Yeah. He was like the youngest member of the house. I don't know that he went to a strip club. I, 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 I thought they, had they had to do They it. had pictures of him like partying in college and like there was some like, like, you know, I mean, there might be a picture Ridiculous. of me in a dress out there. Yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. You know, get, getting wasted on Halloween or something like right. that. Thank God, I don't know where they're at. But, you know, I'm just saying, people yeah. people do stupid stuff, they get drunk, you, you take compromising pictures. Somebody might have, like, gotten compromising pictures of him on purpose, right? But he's a dude in a wheelchair, right. okay? You know, I mean, like, he probably wasn't trying to be a, a creep or a pedo or anything like that. Yeah. He's just hanging out with his friends. And, doing and, what some dudes do. Yeah, dudes d- doing some dumb stuff. He's a dude. You know, but um, the uh, what, what he got fired for, and this is unfortunate. I got to say, when he said this, my reaction was that probably was not a good idea to admit. <laughs> but he said that there were, uh, you know, orgies fueled by cocaine that were taking place in Washington, D.C., you know, no shit, Madison. Yeah. I mean, I figured, figured as much. You know, I mean, these people, uh, they're, they're essentially living in Babylon in Washington, yeah, D.C. It's, it's the same thing yeah. when you go to the Olympics. They're all hooking up with yeah. each other. Anyway. You know, so I don't, I don't know what he expected was going to happen. You know, I mean, like, you know, if you're working with the people that you know are having orgies and, and doing blow and, like, having sex with your assistants or, you know... Or, uh, or or Kevin McCarthy sleeping with uh, Frank Lutz or whatever, you know. Right. I mean, like, what do you expect? Those people are—they are not going to react kindly to that. Yeah, well, sure. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe it's, it's uh, you know, maybe there's something else to it. Like, maybe he just was looking for a way out. Shit, I don't. That could have been. That could have been. Maybe he's just tired of doing this crap. Yeah. yeah, you know, I actually I reached out to Madison on Instagram because his. Uh, He's got like his DMs open, but he's never responded to. Well, me think about it. What if yeah. what if he's like, hey, you know what? And, and this is just a made up scenario. Yeah. I'm just being completely stupid and silly right now. Yeah. But what if he's like, you know, he, he's calling up folks and he's like, hey, look, I can't do this anymore. I, I just can't do that. And they're like, all right, well, you know, we'll come up with a Kill reason to, to get you out, and yep. you know, we'll do what we got to do. Hey, you know what? Tell them I was up in a strip club. <laughs> I was out there partying with my boys and the ladies. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? I like that. Let's go with that. <laughs> no, I'm so, just kidding. But I'm just saying, like, how do you admit that? In con- I don't know. But so, okay. you know, <clears throat> here's the thing. <clears throat> by, by saying that stuff, I think Madison showed that he was fearless. And he showed that he was willing to take a stand against something that he did not agree with. Okay, despite how dangerous it would be to yeah. his reputation That's right. and his 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 uh, political career, but that was, as far as I'm concerned, an open letter to President Trump that hey, I am willing to do what has to be done. I'm willing to say what needs to be said. So I would hope that there would be a place for Madison. Yeah. So Coffin. what is his status now? Do you know? <clears throat> he's a citizen. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe he's from North Carolina. Okay. So you know, I, I wanted to interview him about. You know the whole experience and what sure. went down and what his that plans would be are. interesting to know. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be great. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, I think that I think that leaves Madison uh, open as one of the people that I think we can trust. Sure, you know. So you know, for whatever reason, he felt moved to say that. 
you know, pro- it wasn't a good idea, clearly, for his career at that time. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I think it's going to open other doors for him in the future. Well, at least he's not doing stupid crap like pulling alarms <laughs> and saying, oh, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, think about you think about the integrity there. The integrity that he has what to come integrity? out. The, it, well, Jamal exactly, Logan, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. We're, we're talking about two different extremes here. I mean, shit, look, you know, he, he comes out there and says mm-hmm. what he got to say. You have this, this knucklehead down here, you know, completely premeditated, pulling the, oh, maybe, you know what? But, but they get away with that shit sometimes. Though. That's why they're yeah. so emboldened. I mean, you have Hank, whatever is Johnson, whatever, talking about the damn island's going to tip over and shit. Like, <laughs> are you, they are say, you concerned about Guam bro, They say the dumbest, they do and say the dumbest shit. I mean, he even was like, ain't nobody come across board on us talking about. It's like, man, come on, chill with the damn chicken and waffles. Let's go. I mean, and yes, we had some of that earlier. Yes, we did. We but had I'm just some saying, like, yo, waffles. I mean, they're they're just not they're they're just in their little bubbles, or they're just they do it on purpose. They just yeah. they say it on purpose because they you know they have to go with it. But I don't know. It's just it's it's mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, Crane up says, "May the Creator smile down on you both and grant you grace." Lisa too, and the chat. Seek the truth or bury your head in the sand. Both require digging. God bless yes. you, Crane Up. Thank you so much, brother. And then uh, Freight Awakening, uh, my, one of my OGs, says uh, Madison had pics of him surface on a cruise. That was it. When everyone was dressed in drag. Totally normal stuff. Was having fun. Talking about key bumps and sex parties got him ousted. Yeah, I, I think that the, uh, the the pictures of him partying... You know, I mean, let's 30,000 foot freaking back for a second. Yeah, yeah. We're sitting here getting on this kid, which he is a phenomenal kid, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And completely smart. He goes to a strip club or he goes to a cruise and he's doing this. Stuff other. But but the left has decided that sniffing children and being a pedophile is just not a deal breaker. Oh, yeah. Absolutely like, are you no. kidding me right now? The hypocrisy on, on display. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, let me sniff your kid. But that's okay. <laughs> You know what kind of yeah. what kind yeah. of body art, what, what kind of body stuff you got on the day? And then are I want to teach them about blowjobs in the library, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, let's open this book and see you know, Carl doing Bob over here. Good God! So yeah, you know, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, there is a zero moral foundation for the left to stand on. Yeah. And so I don't accept any of their attacks. I don't take any of it seriously. You know, anytime something is said about anybody that I respect. You know, I immediately take it with a grain of salt, and and I recognize it for what it is, which is generally it's an info op. Yeah. You know, I mean, like this is it's just a, another battle in this fifth generational war, and uh, and we just got to keep moving forward. Keep yeah, your keep eyes on the it. prize. You know, don't get don't don't allow your resolve to be shaken. Um, so uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the riot that happened today in Washington D.C. There was apparently tens of thousands, or maybe just thousands, I don't know, it was a hell of a lot of people uh, that were demonstrating on behalf of Palestine, yeah, in front of the White House. Well, they, yeah. actually, they actually threw red paint to, uh, to symbolize the blood on Genocide Joe's hand. Uh, and you know what's interesting, because, and I, I was talking about this the other day, but, you know, until the United States stops supporting both sides of every conflict financially, and then reaching in afterwards with USAID and all these other, uh, these humanitarian groups to clean up the mess. You know, uh, these these countries and these uh, people, they're still going to go to war, you know? And I mean, and in a manner of speaking, it's funny, Obama actually was speaking at an event and he said, all of us are to blame for the conflict unfolding in Gaza. I mean, personally, I don't have have any skin in this fight. You know, I don't think that it's all of us. If he's talking about all of us collectively, as in 
the deep state that's running the United States government and the, would, the international he, bankers. He I can see that. that. He no. would never admit that. No, of course. <laughs> you know, no, Antichrist. But, I, yeah, man, I mean, it's... Uh, I don't even want to talk about Obama, man. But he, you know, it, it, they they put the pain on the on the gate, and then it's so you know it's it's Jekyll and Hyde. It's you know so bipolar right now. What what my first thought was when they kind of turned and they started doing that against Biden was, well, these are the same excuse me the same people that are getting paid by Soros. Yes, yes. you know they're getting getting them checks to to act all crazy in all these different places. It's the same stupid people. To me, these a lot of these rallies, I, I look out there and it just looks like a lot of the same people that were in Minnesota doing all this Absolutely. crazy shit yeah. in Portland and doing all this craziness that travel, you know, they remember they were taking buses and traveling around to places, Absolutely. you know, like raising hell and stuff. And they were getting paid, yeah. you know, yeah. so who knows, who knows if a lot of these people are these people, I don't know, but it, I tend to think so. I mean, it, I, it only makes sense. And, and it goes to show you that, you know, those, th- those operations that we saw, it wasn't necessarily to benefit Joe Biden or like, the left itself. Right. I think at the end of the day, it's really about the ultimate destabilization. De- destabilization, of absolutely. Yes. Because they they are using the same people, they're using the same tactics, and now they're using them against Joe Biden. And I, I don't know if you know he was privy to any of the uh, behind the scenes conversations. You know, if he really thought that the people that he was kowtowing to, uh, you know, that were out there in the summer of love, if he thought they were on his side. But it's got to be an interesting time to be in Washington D.C., right? You know, I mean, like, I would love to be a fly on the wall in the halls of Congress right now or in the offices of uh, Foggy Bottom, (laughs) you know, I mean, like, what are these people thinking, you know, what are they talking about, you know, like, how badly they've screwed the pooch, right, and how, how this has quickly become... A situation that they no longer seem to have control over. Yeah, it's getting you know? cringy. Yes, yes. I mean, it really. That's a you know a kid. I mean, my kids use that word, but it's it's really cringy to watch the decisions they're making in a lot of uh, situations. I mean, it's you, you have to. It makes you wonder. Like, there's got to be some sort of hidden agenda that we just not we're just not seeing. Yeah. Or what are we getting distracted from? One of these look over here, look over there things. You know, I mean, I, I again, I really I head scratcher, man. I think I think that it, it's it's all about. The destabilization of America, yeah. you know, I mean, because I mean, what are they? Are they depopulation, absolutely. But like, you know, one world government. In order to institute a one world government, like our government has to completely fail. Yeah, you could not do it without us. Yes, yes. and that's that's the thing is mm-hmm. once you know whatever happens to America, to, in my opinion, happens to the world. So you know, it, it, it to me it's planned. I mean, it, but the thing about it, all this is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Read your Bible. It's inevitable. It's all coming. There's going to be a one world government. There's going to be one currency. There's going to be, you know, an antichrist. There's going to be these different things. And who that is, is, you know, I, I did a show on that. Yada, yada, yada. But it, it's all coming. So what I try to tell people like on my chat and in my stream is, hey, you know what? You are already worthy and you've already won. Mm-hmm. So at least try to relax a little bit and know that you're in the right place doing the right thing. Um, you know, a lot of these things are birth pains. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it, it's got to come to pass. And so try not to stress out about it. Try not to worry yourself to death. And I, you know, I'm saying that now because I'm working on my stress and I'm working on my, my worrying and stuff like that. And it definitely will affect you physically if you don't stay on top of it. But, but yeah. So, um, Kitty looks like Kitty just sent a donation over on Ko-Fi. She says, God bless you, Zach. Thank you so much. And, uh, so yes, I do see this, um, and it sounds like you said that it's visible only to you. 
your settings on Ko-Fi may be such that your donations are like not showing up on my public feed. I'm not certain. I'm really not like fully versed on exactly how it works, but I, I would check your privacy settings on Ko-Fi to see if it's there. Um, on my computer over there, you guys, I don't know if you saw if there was a notification that came up uh, which said that Kitty donated. If it didn't show up, then it's got to be a privacy thing. But, you know, I, I was just telling everybody that I'm having issues. I was telling you earlier that I'm having issues with Visa, right. um, with, uh, with, with Rumble. You know, I, I reached out to Rumble. I haven't heard back from them. I need to, need to figure that out. But, um, <clears throat> okay. But, you guys, um, I see that uh, people are starting to bounce out to head on over to Devolution Power Hour. Patrick was married this weekend. I was unable to attend, so I know that everybody else is there. Uh, please give everyone over at Devolution Power Hour our love. I want to give uh, uh, White Hat the final word here and uh, sure. have you tell everybody where they can find you. Um, well, you can't find me, but um, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on Twitter somewhere. I think it's like Sombrero Blanco, whatever. Um, did you want me to shoot a quick prayer? When Ab- no, absolutely. That? That's that's going to be part of the final word. Okay, yeah, we'll do that real quick. And uh, you know, you, you, I'm, I'm on Twitter, and uh, I do I do a show on Thursday nights at eight thirty on Foxhole. Okay, right on. Yeah. All right. So thank you, everyone. Let me just do the final thank yous over here on Pilled. Um, okay, Don S says, "How do you see this coming down, DC? I mean." Uh, the evil has to come down. How do we reconcile that? You want to answer that before we I go? mean, it's, like I said, a lot of it is inevitable, but I do think once Trump gets in and we get these wins, mm-hmm. we get a few of these wins under our belt, and we get, we get our economy right, we get the border fixed, we are going to relax more. We're going to feel a lot better about it, and, and when we get those mm-hmm. wins, it's just going to make all the difference in the world. And just, just have faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're in God's hands, and it's all going to work out, I promise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Joyful June says, shout out to White Hat. Much love, brother, and God bless you. And then James Rohrbeck, good to see you, James. He says, hey, old friends, uh, good to see you, Red Pill and White Hat. Awesome. Okay, so White Hat, if you would uh, please lead us out in prayer. Yeah, sure. So if you could do me a favor and uh, just make sure you sit, sit up and uh, breathe in your nose and out of your mouth. God, thank you so much for bringing us here together tonight. I am so thankful that I have a community like this. I am so thankful that I have a good friend in Red Pill and his wife. And God, I I pray right now that you encircle him and his home and everything that he is doing. Please bless him. Please set the uh, the path straight for him. Please bless him with wisdom, with knowledge, with peace. Also, everybody in the chat right now, Father, that's listening. God, you know that when we're all praying together at the same time, you know, you've told us that you're there and that you're listening. And Lord, I pray tonight that anyone out there in the chat that's dealing with anxiety, dealing with, you know, pressure, finding your peace or anything even hurting. Lord, I pray that they be healed in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that anybody out there that's lurking, that's not typing in the chat, that thinks that, you know, maybe they're losing hope or maybe there isn't hope for us. And what should we do? Lord, I pray that you give them peace, strength and understanding. Jesus, thank you so much for being uh, our Messiah. Thank you for dying on the cross and rising again three days later. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. All right, thank you so much uh, for coming here this weekend, White Hat. I really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Average Joe Patriot also says, much love, White Hat and RP78. Much love to you as well, Joe. And uh, thank you, most of all, you guys, for uh, being here, being part of this community. 
and uh, sticking through it. You know, one of the, the things I've always hoped to do is to give people not only uh, information, but also a, a sense of perspective and, uh, and, and faith and hope that, that we are moving towards something better, because I truly believe that we are. All right. I love you guys. Uh, love you, White Hat. Love you, Lisa. Love you guys. If you wouldn't mind hitting the uh, end button, and we're going to see you guys on Monday at 5 p.m. right here on Red Pill News Live. Take it easy. God bless. Peace.